Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. The Advantage Coach. And this is episode 112 of the Fields of the Real podcast. It sounds crazy. It just sounds yeah. crazy. 112. Like, I can't believe this. Right. That we did. 112 like, episodes. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. Thank you, God. That's all I can say. Thank you, God. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, so let's jump right into it. Um, yeah. Because this has been a hot topic. This was really right that we're going to do today. It's really been a hot topic. Ever yeah. since Naomi Osaka spoke out about it yeah. um, last week. And yeah. it started off with her speaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Then she actually withdrew from the French Open. Yeah. Um, so, um, so so for those of you who don't don't know, um, Naomi mm-hmm. Osaka is a tennis player. The yes. French Open is one of their major tournaments. And Naomi spoke a little bit about um, her mental health and how mm-hmm some of these interviews that they're forced to do and they're forced to do them contractually um, isn't really good for the mental health of the athletes, but <coughs> mm-hmm. she used her experience to speak about it. So um, she she has been suffering from anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, since 2018. So, yeah, since 2018. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she ended up, she just withdrew from the tournament and um, it, it kind of, her withdrawal kind of begged the question, should athletes be forced to meet with the media? Yeah. Um, so this is our who's really right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, Stephanie, you got to go first because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to like, speak about your, you know, the, the side that you give and preface it by saying, you know, what I say. So okay. no problem. I think, I think everyone needs to hear yours first. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, first of all, let me say that I think that uh, the way that it was handled was wrong. I'm, I'm going back for a minute, just to say, I think that the way that this was handled was wrong because what happened was she missed the media, the media, um, like after after her uh, match, she missed the media thing, mm-hmm. and they find her. Right. And and a, and actually, we're making threats to like kick her out of the French Open. Basically, so she just withdrew. Okay. Um. So, um, I think that her doing what she did is opening the door for the conversation that we're about mm-hmm. to have right now. Honestly. Uh, right. <clears throat> so I'm going to say that I feel like they should not be forced to okay. um, have these have these media opportunities or media, you know, press press conferences and stuff, because this is not everybody's lane. Right. Right. Everybody isn't built for that. Some people just want to do their job and go home. Mm-hmm. 
some people are built for this. There are some people you can just see it's in them. It's just how they how they made. They want to be in the limelight. And you should absolutely have those people in the limelight. But the people who don't want to be, like, especially when you start talking about, because for me, this is less about her just, you know, we could say she was being like they used to do with Marshawn Lynch. Oh, he being, oh, he just being, you know, uh, whatever extra he you know whatever but y'all don't know that man's backstory you don't he could have been terrified to be out there and and that could cause more anxiety like she's mm-hmm. saying this is not a comfortable thing for her so for me we talking about her mental health yeah and we're talking about this is a possibility that that is that is the case for a lot of them i mean mm-hmm. it's a lot of people in the world who are uncomfortable with talking in front of people right just because I'm good at a sport <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I'm some, um, I didn't go to journalism school. I don't have a broadcast communications degree. So me right. being up here in front of that's not my desire. Right. And I feel like that that should be heard. They should be yeah. heard for that. You know what I mean? Like, no, you definitely. just got to be, and I don't know. Like, that's just not everybody's strength. There's some of them I wish they wouldn't let them talk. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was going to stay away from that one, but yeah. No, I'm going to say it. <laughs> it's some of them that I wish they would not let them talk. But that's not even, I'm not even tripping on, you know, that part. It's just really, literally, this is, if somebody is so adamant about not doing it, then you need to maybe do some investigation on why. Like, y'all look right. like some real heels at this point because she came out and said like i'm suffering i've been suffering from anxiety for three years this is serious this is okay so people say they they so they feeling anxious so they got a little anxiety all the time but i'm talking about real diagnosed mm-hmm. it is serious okay right. and so for her to have that kind of and and i'll i'll explain it like this because this is my how I explain it as a life coach versus a therapist mm-hmm. to people when they come to me about stress and anxiety is mm-hmm. anxiety lives in your future. Mm-hmm. So you're typically anxious about things that you are concerned about happening, not that they've happened. Mm-hmm. Depression lives where you've been yeah. and you never regret in the water coulda, shoulda of what you did. But the right. but anxiety lives in your future. It's like, oh, I'm worried, I'm nervous. I'm fearful about what would, could, should happen or might might happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so to add to somebody already feeling that way on a regular basis, that now I got to think about, oh, when this is over, I got to go be in this room with these people. I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It just adds, it's like pouring onto something that's already there. Yeah. So... My answer to the question, though, is should athletes be forced? No, just because we don't know the backstory. Y'all ain't trying to find out their backstory, apparently. Therefore, yeah. if it's somebody and they just feel that that strongly about it, mm-hmm. just leave them alone. Leave them alone. And I know the point. Listen, y'all. So let me just tell y'all why I knew we would be on opposite sides of this. <laughs> it's because... If anybody, if you have ever seen or heard us uh, do this podcast, Jared uh-huh. is the businessman of the school <laughs> bus <clears throat> in the, when it comes to sports. 
So he yeah. talks a lot from the business aspect of sports. Right. And so I knew where he would go, but I had to say the part that I'm thinking. So, and, and that's right, because I think the, yeah. uh, the part of this that, that for me, I didn't want to sound insensitive in talking about this, which is, you know, obviously why. We know that. Well, usually, you, you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> but, know. you know, in discussing this topic, um, you brought up the perfect name, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Mm -hmm. And if we remember two Super Bowls in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, he went to media day for the Super Bowl, which is an obligation which like most professional sports, there's some media obligation um, that that's involved. And when you sign your contract, like that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think the rationale for it, even though it may be a bit archaic, seeing as how there's social media now and, you know, <laughs> these yeah. guys, these people can promote the sport without having a microphone and a camera shoved in their that's face. That's right. That's right. Um, but there are people who aren't on social media. And so mm -hmm. those people do have to be accounted for. And so in growing the sport, the, the, the biggest opportunity for growth in professional sports are casual fans. Because you have the eyes of the people who are diehard. Die hard, They're yeah. going to watch the sport regardless. Right. And right. so those casual fans may not necessarily be a fan of the sport. They may be a fan of the personalities, right? Mm -hmm. So this media obligation creates an opportunity for those casual fans to be able to see the people that they like, right? And somebody like Naomi Osaka who, um, and like Marshawn Lynch, who are at the tops of their sport. She's number two in the world. Yeah. Right, Th those are gonna people, who, those are gonna be the people who um, are gonna garner the most interest. And so while, I, so, there should be a media obligation, right? Okay. But I don't know if the, the obligation should be in this current archaic form. Okay. Because in order to grow the sport, <laughs> we know that these, these people, they have to talk to the people. Like you can't sell the sport if right. you never speak with the people. But right. some of these people have millions of followers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And so they can speak, but if, you know, I, it, it's kind of a, you know, I mean, um, it, it, social media is definitely. I'm sorry, it was a dog that's just loose. Um, <laughs> social media is definitely, um, definitely a, a probably a more. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? Probably would be a way that a lot of these people who do feel uncomfortable doing these media things. Mm -hmm. would feel at least if you said you're obligated to do such and such, have a have social media and do xyz i could see that right i could see that well and i i would say that it would probably i mean so when we think about the media I, there are some people out there in the media who um i feel like are just aren't good at their jobs they ask questions that um, either don't require an answer or um, they ask questions trying to lead to something else. And, and that part's unfortunate. And I think that 
that's where we need to attack. Absolutely. Like the, the media numbers. Not that's it. That's throwing that's the, the baby that's out with the bathwater. Exactly. Right. And so, but you do have a lot of great media members who are understanding their role and are trying to grow the sport. And they're not trying to create division and stuff like that. And so, you know, their obligation is I have to go and speak to these athletes. Right. That's their job. And so, you know, um, of course you Maybe don't want to have more... someone who, uh, huh? I was, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm thinking now. You got me thinking about options. Like, what can they do? But go ahead. Right. Yeah. I, well, and I've been thinking about that ever since we talked about it. You know, what, what can be an option? And social media obviously was one. And then I thought about yeah. it and I was like, well, if it's just their social media page and we're talking about casual fans here, you know, that might not be enough to, to grow the sport because you're talking to people who already want to see you, Yeah. you know? Um, right. And so <coughs> that just may not be enough. Um, and maybe we can find a way like, okay, so in, in Naomi's situation, the, the thing that I felt that she could have done Mm -hmm. It was the same thing that Marshawn Lynch did. Mm -hmm. I and mean, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Just sit there. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and there's a time limit on the obligation that you have to speak to the media. Right. You'll see guys do this. You'll see guys sit there. And uh, I think Kyrie Irving is probably famous for doing this. He starts, no matter what they ask, he starts talking about whatever he wants to talk about, <laughs> whether that be injustice, whether that be, right. you know. Um, yeah you know, something going on overseas, yeah. like, it, it, the thing is, like, he, I'm going to claim Right, this, back my you know, whatever, you're going to make me be here, I'm going to claim this right. time and, and use my platform, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I, I, while I do understand, I, I, I thought that there were, like, ways that, because, unfortunately, until something changes, the job is the job. Like, I would hate to see her lose out on as much money as she would have lost out on because of the media obligation, you yeah. know? Um, I, I, I think even the best performers don't want a camera in their face after a loss, you know? Uh, well, I it's, mean, it's good well, after a win. nobody wants a camera in their face after a loss, but right. it's some people who are built for that. Right. And even at a loss, even with a loss, they would be okay with that. I feel like maybe what you do for somebody like a like a Naomi Osaka is you um, maybe you have somebody do a one on one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Versus, I think some of the intimidation is not just some of these people who are divisive and asking these messy questions, but also the volume of what's happening. Right? You yeah. probably it's like looking at. I just remember the uh, show Designated Survivor. Every yes. time they walk into that media room, it's 30, 40, 50 reporters in there and they, they got, got cameras flashing, flashing and lights and, and yeah. people fighting and vying against each other to ask questions and all that kind of like that is a lot for somebody who is uncomfortable in that situation. Yeah. That is a, and then you already on top of that, you got anxiety. Yeah. yeah, that's just a, it's a lot. I mean. It clearly speaks volumes to how much it bothered her that she would actually that miss it and then withdraw. Like yeah. that speaks volumes. Right, right. And not even just that she's withdrawn from the French Open. 
She's like, I'm stepping away from tennis. Yeah. This isn't just a, oh, I'm going to just go away because y'all want me to do this one. No, she's stepping away from tennis. And y'all heard me say she is the number two player in the world. In tennis, yeah. You know, you just said something kind of uh, that, that that's going to lead into our next topic. Mm-hmm. So uh, first, let me say, uh, let us know who you think is really right. right. Um, Stephanie is on the side that the media obligation should, I mean, the media, it should not be a media obligation. Um, I believe that there should be, um, but there may need to be a new way that, that it needs to be done. And I think that honestly, that's kind of where we meet in the middle mm-hmm. that you don't think that it should be an obligation. I understand why there is and, and why it needs to happen. But I think we both agree that something needs to be done with the way that it's happening. Absolutely. Now. Well, the way it is right now is not working, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. yeah. So, so let, us know who, uh, let us know who you think is really right. Yeah. All right. So what you said in that last uh, thing was, you know, you said some people just aren't built for that. Mm-hmm. And so Serena Williams came out and she made a comment um, mm-hmm. about Naomi Osaka deciding to um, withdraw from, from the French Open. And I, so I wasn't going to read the entire statement, but I think in order to give uh, folks context mm-hmm. on, um, you know, what was said and kind of allow them to make the determination for themselves, um, I should read the entire thing. Um, let me see. Here we go. Let's just see. The only thing I feel is that I feel for Naomi. I feel like I wish I could give her a a hug because I know what it's like. Mm. Like I said, I've been in those positions. She then goes on to say, not everyone is the same. We have different personalities. I'm thick. Other people are thin. Everyone is different and everyone handles things differently. You just have to let her handle it in the way that she wants to and the best way she thinks she can. That's the only thing I can say. I think she is doing the best she can. So on the surface, right, that statement feels encouraging. Mm -hmm. But when you dig into it a little bit, the part where she gets to, I'm thick, you know, other people are thin, is where I feel like there might've been some subtle shade or a dig there. Okay, and so you read the whole thing. You didn't read the whole thing the other day. This time you read the whole thing to me. So right. I'm gonna let you finish and then I'll say what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that, I, I don't think that that part was needed, right? Unless you're making, uh, unless you're making a determination about you versus others, saying that I'm thick and other people are thin, to me just sounds a way. So, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen. This could have been a who's really right actually. Cause right. I'm, gonna yeah. say, I'm gonna take the other side of this and say, I think she was trying to, this is what I think she was trying to make the statement of that people are different 
and we have mm-hmm. to respect people for their differences. And right. I think she was talking from a literal standpoint mm-hmm. that in tennis, she is considered a thick girl. Mm. And then other people are thin. But you, you don't think that she meant the that? Difference. I don't, don't think, think she meant it like skin, like I got thick skin and other people got thin skin. I think she literally was literal in mm-hmm. saying she was trying to draw a reference to something oh. about her that made her different as well. And so she was saying, I'm thick. Did not other take that from thin. there. Okay, okay. So light bulb moment, because I'm I'm sitting there, I'm trying to figure, okay. Yeah. How did that apply? But now that you now that it, the light bulb just turned on. Yeah. So making I think a comparison. She was trying of, to make that reference, okay. like the, to the that people are different, and we just have yeah. to respect her and honor her and let her do her. That's our whole point in that with that statement. Just y'all okay. chill out, let her do her. Like I'm thick, and other people thin, but that don't mean we. You know what I mean? Like I don't okay. think she meant it. Like I think she literally was talking about. I listen. <laughs> I'm just, I hope, hope yeah. that this was a literal statement. She was yeah. just making a literal statement because the words before it and after it would make that sound kind of weird to be get thrown shade in the right. middle of it like that. Like, but, yeah. but it makes sense when you read the whole thing that that is what she was talking about. Okay, so Serena Williams, I owe you an apology. <laughs> and if indeed that's what you meant, I owe you an apology because when I first saw this, I was like, yo, that was ugly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you said it to me, I was like, what? Wait, what? Right, yeah. When we talked about it, you know. Like, no, what? And and I paraphrase, and that's the issue with paraphrasing and headlines because you don't get to the, Exactly, yeah. And have you feeling a way about somebody and it's not even. Yeah, yeah. I owe you an apology. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't, because it just didn't make sense to me. Like, you know, when we talked about this, I said, of all people, the Williams sisters, after all they've been through, why right. would she be talk? That makes no sense. Like it just right. didn't make any sense to me. So I'm so glad you read the whole thing. So yeah. I was able to get like I'm listening and I'm like, no, she's she talking literal. Like I'm sick. Yeah. And she gets yeah. that that's always a, a source of conversation. She's finally gotten to the point, I think, where people are like, she's just gonna do her. Whether we talk about her skirt being real little or mm-hmm. not, right? Yeah. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. All right. Again, Ms. Williams, I, I apologize because yeah. <laughs> I was really like, I was a side eye, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was an overthink yeah. right there, too. Yeah. That was an overthink on that one. Yeah. Well, I, so in the, in the context of, in the context of the way the story was, and in the context of, of how the the quote came out and in thinking about the fact that, I mean, I don't know if there's any beef there. Right. Like, I, I think so. that, I think that yeah. a couple of years ago when Naomi beat her, beat her, like, you know, they did show love, but you heard like rumblings mm-hmm. of like some type of like, you know, issue or whatever. And I felt like maybe they just saying that because you got two black women who are in this final and the youngin has just right, right. planted uh, you know, the queen, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, maybe this is you know 
so I, and I guess maybe when I read it, read it, I'm, I jumped back to that and was like, mm -hmm. is there something there? Because in the context why the of media, it, like, it's, it's why people don't want to deal with the media. Because right. they're they going to spin it to make Things it sound be, just like, they're going to take what she said and spin it to make it sound just like what you thought. Well, and so when you're reading it too, it's, it's a lot different than when you hear somebody say the words, right? Yeah. Um, I, in both of the cases, like I actually read the quote. I didn't actually mm -hmm. hear it saying it. So mm -hmm. now nah, that's that's real because uh, the way you the way you hear it and the way it's presented to you can mm -hmm. truly affect. Um, Absolutely. You know the way that the way that it's taken. Absolutely. Um, For sure. So we're just gonna give you the benefit of the doubt that that's yeah. what you mean. like. That's just, <laughs> right. I'm gonna stick with that because I love you and I don't want to have no feelings about this. So I'm just gonna stick with the literal. And we're gonna yeah, move on. We're gonna go mm -hmm. with that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna roll with that. Yep. Let's let's move on to these NBA fans. What's going on? So funny, we had our conversation. And then my listen, we we had our meeting between patients for me. Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then my next patient and I had the same conversation about uh -huh. this. So funny. So I'm going to talk about, let's talk about this. And then I'll tell you how they kind of took what we were trying to take out of this. They put it in. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, so th there've been a few things that have happened um, <laughs> over the last, well, we can just say over the history of sports, but yeah, um, with the NBA in his last since the in his playoffs, uh, the playoffs, his playoffs like because so, fans are finally back in the stands. Right. So you had Trey Young, who was spit on in Madison Square Garden um, by one of the Knicks fans. You had uh, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook, who had popcorn dumped on his head at, in Philly by one of the Sixers fans. And you had a water bottle <clears throat> thrown at Kyrie Irving in the garden in Boston. And so, well, also you had a, a fan run and slide on the court at in DC for the Wizards game. I'm, I'm, I'm sad to even report that. that. <laughs> nah, you know, it's a it's a whole bunch of uh Transplants uh, in DC. Yeah, don't be trying to do that. No, <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't a native Washingtonian. <laughs> no, but um, and so one of the things that we talked about was is is this a sign of how these fans truly feel about players and, and these athletes, or are is this the you know what happens after you've locked people in the house for a year? Um. And so I, one of the things that I was thinking about deeply and my preference to that was, I think race is, is embedded in every aspect of, you know, our society. So it's, it's hard to escape it. And even when we try to deflect things away from them being just about race, there's no way that we really can do it. There's no way that we really can. So, yeah. um, but I felt like in this case, that was low hanging fruit. And I wanted to dig at the real reason these people are acting out at these games. Okay. You know, 
Um, I think one of the biggest things, and this might be what you, you may be alluding to, is that this stuff is only happening to Black players. That's what she said. Really? No, that's what she said. She said, no, we're not going to give them a pass on this. This is right. not about anything other than the fact of your, which, well, her words, not mine. Right. We are still seen as two thirds of a human being. Mm. I, so, you know, uh, what I said, like, I, I, I truly believe, like I said, that races racism and you know racial issues are just embedded in the fabric of our country i think specifically when we talk about football and, and football and ba basketball in particular I had another point coming to my mind as i was talking mm -hmm. so i'm sorry but football and basketball in particular where it's over 70 percent of the the sport are black players mm -hmm. then and the majority of the superstar elite level players are black mm -hmm. it, it's if you're a fan and you don't like the other team the other team's best player with the exception of a couple of franchises it's probably going to be black so if you're aiming to pour a popcorn on some way because you're just the fan of the team and you want to show your displeasure to the other team and you're trying to pour popcorn on their best player. It's out of it's seven, out of eight pocket. times out of ten, he's gonna be black. It's out of pocket. I don't care. No, no, it's no, no. It's I, I'm so I'm not excusing the behavior at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just I'm I'm trying to to you know, <clears throat> in this case, I didn't want to just jump the race. I'm trying to understand because so what popped into my head was baseball, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in baseball, even though a lot of these players, um, a lot of the players look. Oh, yeah, they're, black, they're not American. American. Yeah, they're right. melanin, but they're not American. <laughs> right. So some of them receive the same type of treatment. Right. Like I, I when I was working at uh, I was working for at the Nationals. Uh, the park that they played in in DC when they first got to DC in 2005, mm -hmm. I was working those games and it'd be all types of players that would get stuff thrown at them, you know, oh, yeah. um, sure. from the other teams. I remember, oh, yeah. uh, I can't remember his name, but he was like, he was older at the time. I want to say he might've been a 45 year old player at the time. Okay. Um, but, you know, he had uh, um, somebody threw beer at him. You know, and so part of me feels like this is a thing where people, they don't view these athletes as being human. They're commodities. Yep. Right. And so even that, I guess, is still embedded in racism because when you think about the people who are, <laughs> who are performing these acts, a lot of them are white. Right. You know, and so and they're not doing it to white players. That's the it's not like they aren't there. Right. Let's be clear. Every team in the NBA is not all black. No, no, no. there's not one team that's not all black. So but you we hadn't heard nobody doing this to Luca. 
I did, and so that was gonna be my that was gonna be my my thing. I between uh between I want to say the Mavericks and maybe the Denver Nuggets are probably the franchises where the best player on their team is well they aren't American born either. Mm-mm. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that part really matters because you just said about baseball. They don't care. It's just melanin in their skin. Right. Like, literally. So, I don't know that that matters. Uh, but, you know, even let's talk baseball. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. baseball is probably the most non-melanin sport outside of maybe soccer that, mm-hmm. that you'll find, right? Right. And um... I don't, I haven't have, I mean, it's possible, but I haven't heard many stories about these types of incidents with the white players on these baseball teams. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it happens, but I, I don't think that it's as publicized and it's not, it's not as visible as like something like that happening with the NBA or the NFL where we see that it's an issue, right? Yeah. Um, I've seen some crazy stuff happen at baseball games. <laughs> like as yeah. a as a as a security guard who for the majority of my time working, I worked on the field and I've seen people jump over oh, into yeah. the stands drunk. You know what I'm saying? Drunk. That's the and, that's it right there. You're drunk. Yeah. But stuff stuff like that didn't get didn't get reported. Like mm-hmm. I would look at ESPN that night and I wouldn't see anything right. about a rowdy fan jumping right. over there, you know. Right. So I just think it's probably not as publicized, but like, we, and that's why I like the whole part about it. Is it because people were locked inside for a year? No, they these jokers been doing that. Yeah, these I was trying been, to give them a benefit of the doubt, like yeah, because it's it it it's just been back to back to back to back within the playoffs, right? Yeah, we only threw the first series. Right. For most of these teams, we don't do the first series, and it's right. already been like four or five incidents. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I don't ever remember hearing the the Trey Young story is the one for me that just took me oh, over yeah, the top. Yeah. You spit on me, it's about to be another malice in the palace. Yeah, that's all I can say. <laughs> he yeah, he was did. he showed tremendous restraint at the young man. He he mm-hmm. taught them. <laughs> Yeah. With his bow last night, he let them know. Uh-huh. But yeah, <laughs> but still, well, and yeah. that that was the uh, the other part. I don't know, um, and I won't go down that that rabbit hole. But um, I felt like a few people in the media mm-hmm. and some former players were trying to maybe not justify. Ain't no justifying spitting on me, baby. I don't. No, 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 not, not, not the spitting incident. I was. Oh, okay. About the, the oh, they the Kyrie one. Kyrie, yeah. The Kyrie one, yeah, because he right. went and wiped his feet on the on, on the. the I mean, you know what I mean, like that, right. that. But either way, it doesn't. You don't get to do what you did. Right. But at least I can see uh, something that would have triggered you, right? Right. It ain't just yes. you like I don't like him. Let me throw a bottle. Like it wasn't that. Yeah. It was, did he just? Oh, right. okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, look, I, like- I just think about the Chargers, how bad they were. I can't, who did they play? Who was that? Was it the 49ers? I can't remember who they played. 
and somebody it had to be was it Richard? I can't remember, but Ladania Thomas was so, he was so mad. Somebody did something on the Chargers um, mm-hmm. mascot in the um, thing in the middle of the field, and he he had a condition. Oh uh, yeah, it was about to be a rumble in the jungle, baby. Right. You saw the same thing happen with T.O. too, when he went and yep. stood at the star and, mm-hmm. up and threw the hole in the, yeah. <laughs> in the stadium. So, I mean, but yeah, those are things that are a little more antagonistic and I, I get it, but it's still not right. Yeah. No, y'all need to respect people. That's all I'm going to say. The same way you would want somebody to respect you on your job, you need to respect them because they are at work. Right. Right. So. Yeah. That's messy. Just messy. Either right. way, I need them. I'm glad these people are being arrested mm-hmm. and charged and and charged and and banned from from coming into these arenas because right. you shouldn't have you shouldn't have the privilege of being able to come in here if you're not gonna act like you got some sense. Some of these statements though are making me feel like they're being very ambiguous with the language of, of what they're doing. Banning these fans because you know quite possibly a lifetime ban. That yeah. don't sound like we gonna really ban we you. We definitely like, gonna ban you, right. It sounds like we gonna ban you for maybe a year or two and then- We gonna ban you until they forget. Right, until they forget, right, right. <laughs> we gonna ban you. you. can't come back until the smoke clears, sir. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, and then you're gonna have to sit up up in the top. You won't be able to right, sit down yeah, there. I on, yeah, you're not, yeah. You're, not you're not gonna get them. Sit nowhere where no up. spit can touch one of these places. No, right, It'll almost fall off 50 cent and then you was gonna die anyway, so. <laughs> that was, that would have been ugly. <laughs> that would have been ugly. Listen. Oh my gosh. So ugly. Well, anyway, all right. Let's jump to uh <sighs> what we're seeing now in the NBA playoffs because we're seeing some teams who perform really well in the bubble um are have either been eliminated already or, or on the brink of elimination. Absolutely. So when we talked about this, we talked about the last two teams in the East uh, was Celtics and the Heat and the Celtics. And, the Celtics. Yep. and in the West, it was the Lakers. Wait, yeah, the Heat. So mm-hmm. Lakers and um, the Nuggets, right? The Nuggets, no. Denver. Nuggets. Yeah, okay, it was Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> uh, the Heat have already been eliminated. The mm-hmm. uh, Celtics have been eliminated. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are on the brink of elimination. Mm-hmm. The, the Nuggets managed to 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 break through, right? Um, and they'll be going to the next round. But um, are are we seeing fatigue from these teams because they had to play so deep into? Absolutely. You know, it, this has been the weirdest probably year and a half of basketball. Yeah. Right? They played in the bubble. They did mm-hmm. kind of AAU style in the bubble, right. which is not the way that they would typically do. Right? They didn't, they didn't right. have rest like they normally would get that mm-hmm. little break. It was just back, 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 back. Like, right. you know, so um, the teams that made it, like we just talked about, those four teams that made it to the, to the, to the finals in the bubble, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that right there, like that's a lot, and then it felt like a really short like break, right? And then they right. were right back at it, and now they're still right. going, and, they and still we going. and they still going, right? right? So here we still into this. It's just right. I just feel like yeah, they just they're running out of gas. It's the teams like like you look at 
like say a Hawks team. Mm-hmm. They they ain't seen the bubble not even a second last year, right? right? They fresh the, legs. They good the, to go. They ready. The, Let's go. The Knicks. Yeah, the, the, the fact Wizards, that the Knicks were number the four in the dog long. Listen, <laughs> come on. And and I think, um, at least the three teams, including the Lakers, you know, uh, you know, obviously, I hope that they don't get eliminated, but. It's looking bleak. They, they, all of those teams have dealt with significant injuries, whether it yes. be Jimmy Butler, right, or Duncan Robinson, mm-hmm. or obviously, good and Lord, stand a little baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, but that even speaks to your point. Like, if those teams are seeing fatigue, then yeah, you know, you're gonna see your body breaking with somebody like AD. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this might be from the fact that you know he has been injured so many other years. But, you know, I don't, I know that it might've been a great financial decision to have them go back to back like this, but um, it might not have been the, the, the greatest decision for the product because yeah. if the Lakers aren't in the playoffs, you're going to have a lot of casual fans who either hate or love LeBron who are not going to be watching the rest of these playoffs. They just either wanted to see LeBron win Mm-hmm. Again, which is mm-hmm. me, <laughs> or they want to see LeBron go down, and they got their fill, and whatever happens mm-hmm. with the rest of the playoffs is is what happens. So, um, <laughs> I do believe that we'll see the ratings go down if if the Lakers get eliminated. Hmm. Let's talk about that next week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that might be a who. I can say I can tell by your response that that might be a who's really right. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that next week. I'm just curious. Like, yeah, okay, let's talk about that. I'm gonna have to make sure I put that on there because mm, I don't know about yeah. that. But anyway, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Catherine Reach is that Reach? Yeah, Reche. I, I think is what it is. Oh, I, Catherine Reche. Yes, I think. It's okay. Reche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've messed that all up. <laughs> no, it's fine. You good. I may be wrong. You know, I'm the one that's horrible with names. So. <laughs> Listen, either way, um, this is she, really dope. She is now the highest ranking female in personnel in NFL history. Yep. Um, and she <laughs> is the VP of football operations for the Philadelphia Eagles. Loving this. Um, this is loving a, this. I we talked about how the NBA used to just get it right now the nfl is starting to catch up and you see that yeah women who have the ability are being placed into these positions and i think it's absolutely a, it's an awesome thing it's smart i mean listen right. you know i don't know too many men who will argue with the fact that women just they we are we can get make some stuff happen mm-hmm. you know what i mean like literally yeah. you can make some stuff happen we detail right. or like i've had a man say to me, which was kind of offensive, but I guess it's true. Um, you know, you handle that stuff right there because you know women are more detail oriented. We, I'll just do this over here. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> like, handle that over there. You more detail oriented. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Oh. Okay. So, but no. <laughs> but this is this is really really cool. I'm really excited. She's young. Like mm-hmm. this chick. What is she, 32? Oh, wow. 32 years old. 
That's some that's some Sean McVay stuff right there. Yes. <laughs> right. She is she young. What if she was born in 89, she's 32, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She is 32 years old. And this is big. Like uh, I love it. For, to, she, so that she, type of position? Right. But she worked in the front office for uh in Canada in Canadian football league. Okay. Um for the Montreal. Alouettes. Alouettes. Uh-huh. Alouettes, yeah. Alouettes, thank you. The mm -hmm. Toronto, listen, these names, Argonauts. Argonauts, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the XFL, she was in the front office for the uh, Tampa Bay team. Oh, that's dope. I, you know what? There might be a good time to announce that the USFL is coming back in yes, 2022. I know. That's going to be awesome right there. That, I'm excited. A, I was When I saw that, I was like, oh, oh I yeah. love it. Yeah. Ho so. Hopefully... I, you know, I, I felt like uh, the XFL was was looking like it might have been able to turn that corner, and then COVID hit. COVID hit. COVID killed them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'd have been COVID able to. They would have been able to do something without COVID. Yep. Yeah. So this chick, she's got a master's in tax. So she's obviously from Canada. Yeah. That's why her name is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And so she's uh, got a law degree and a master's in tax. So she, she's got her laurels, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So right. I'm, I'm, this is dope, though. Yeah. Shout out to her, you know what I'm saying, yes. for receiving this opportunity. And I love it. Shout out to the NFL. Shout out to the Eagles for, yeah. you know, saying, like, we're we going to invest. We're going to put our money where our mouth is. So that's right. That, diversity. That's, really that's diversity. Hello. Mm hmm Right. Equity. Hello. Yes. Right. Thank you. Inclusion. Right. Hello. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I so love it. Congrats to her. Yes, absolutely. All right. On to the real. On to the real. Now we got this week, we got on to the real mental health moment and feel good final thought. Yeah. Um, but we're Sorry, starting off. No, no, no. <laughs> nah, this is this is dope. I, I, this is we we probably only had a few times had all three in an episode right. you right. know um but i think this is dope one because i've actually followed this guy's um not his on-field career but mm -hmm. kind of his career as a personality influencer now right actor um mm -hmm. mr devell ellis yes um who is a former nfl wide receiver i believe he played i know he for played the for lions. the lions I'm not sure and the, the, Browns. the Browns who. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know he played I, he played for the Lions and the Browns, and now he is acting on Tyler Perry's hit show Sisters. Mm -hmm. have, have you seen this show? Are you asking me? Listen, every episode. <laughs> I'm in my me and my niece, we literally, this is our watch party. Sisters yeah. is our watch party. We get on the oh, phone man. and we watch together. I talk seen about every, single, every single episode. I'm so excited. It's coming back in a few weeks yeah. um, for season three. Um, yeah. It's such a good show. It's so funny. It's just, it's hilarious. So, yeah, yeah I love this. He is amazing. Like, I had no idea. This. Literally, this is how you know. Like, it, I didn't even realize that he had had this whole NFL career. Mm -hmm. He's such a good actor. Yeah. That I didn't even recognize. I didn't even see that. Like I'm like, oh, he got a nice body. But they show it every chance they get. <laughs> he got a nice body. 
but uh-huh. I didn't I didn't really think about it like like oh that's why or you know he was an athlete I just a man trying to keep himself up you know yeah. had no idea because he's just such a, he is he's really good like he's really one of the, in my opinion one of the better actors on the show mm-hmm. and that speaks volumes I think he uh one of the I haven't seen the show um but one of the ways that I found out about him was just the the very candid conversations that he and his wife have. Yeah, they um, on their on their show on their YouTube channel. On their YouTube channel, um, yeah. but, and they they I want to say that they were on Black Love on OWN. Okay. I feel like they were. I maybe okay. Maybe what I saw was from their YouTube channel, but I feel like they were on Black Love as well. Okay. But, um. <clears throat> yeah, just in hearing those candid conversations that he and his wife we're having mm-hmm. just about you know um made me a fan because you don't yeah. miss, you don't normally hear people talking the way that they were talking and um, yeah. um i think in the way that they were talking especially for like young people um, who are thinking about yeah right like yeah. those are the type of conversations like young people need to hear but that's why um, he said they did it yo really yeah he was like literally he was like we were having a conversation and um, I just, we were, we were having, it was a, he was like, I don't know if he said they were arguing about something or something happened and they were just having this heated discussion. And he was like, all of a sudden he said, you know what? People need to know this is happening. Right. And this, that's why they got, that's why they started it. Like yeah. literally like we need to let people see this real raw. So their YouTube channel is the Ellis's. The Ellis's, yeah. But they also started a podcast. Right. Okay. Oh, dead ass. Dead ass. I'm sorry. Dead ass. Okay. It's oh dead. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I seen. I saw the little thing for that. Mm-hmm. So, so they started I'm not even the sure what clip I saw. Like, was that from the podcast yeah. or what was it? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I remember him from years ago. So it probably wasn't the podcast. Yeah. It no, they just did the this. The podcast just started like two years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they just started the podcast because the. Ellis's was like them doing skits and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now this is like them having conversations, sharing stories, having conversation mm-hmm. about love, marriage, giving their opinions, that kind of thing. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So, congrats to him. You know. Um, yeah. Congrats to he and his wife, but congrats to him. Absolutely. Um, Her name being is able Kadeen. to make that trans- Yeah. Kadeen. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Congrats to him for making that transition to, to like after football. Um, and I won't say that it was seamless because I don't know his entire journey, but mm-hmm. the fact that <clears throat> he found something else and that, you know. Yeah, he good at it and he loves it. I lo- right. that, hey, Listen, you yeah. can't beat that. Right. <laughs> can't beat that. So, yeah, I love this. This is good stuff. Yeah. So, kudos, sir, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Well moment. Okay. Listen, Coach sir. Prime. I don't know a person who saw this episode of I Am Athlete who didn't come back and say this was the best episode of the best I Am episode. Athlete. Yeah. I'd say it's a tie for me between this one and the one where they got really like raw and funk. That one yeah. was up there for me. Okay. But mm-hmm. this is. Neck and neck, literally. This yeah. episode, um, you know, they did their thing. You know, Prime, he gonna be Prime. He was being 
you Dion is gonna be Dion, right? Yeah, He's gonna yeah. clown and you know, they was it was jovial for most of the show, and then it got to the kind of to the end, and Brandon asked the question. And I think they were all blown away. Yeah. To hear this man, right, Deion Sanders say that he attempted to commit suicide. Yeah. And then to him oh. telling the story about the, the police officer catching yeah. him and then yeah. how after that he had gotten saved. You were talking about yeah. how he was in the apartment, by, you yeah. know, by himself, by himself when he got yeah. saved. Yeah. Um, just that whole story, you know, when we, you don't expect someone like Deion Sanders to have those type of thoughts because he's such a big personality. And, exactly. You know, exactly. to hear that okay. was, you know what I'm saying, um, eye-opening. Absolutely. You, know, you, you can tell by Brandon's expression. Right. That it caught him off guard. Like, wait, Deion Sanders? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Uh, yeah, because, I, and, I, and I just applaud him for his willingness to share that. Because mm-hmm. if he did, nobody probably would have ever known. Right, right. Because, I mean, nobody- He got swept under the rug some kind of way, right? Right, so, right. Nobody ever would have known. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought I'm, that was dope yeah. that he shared that. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to um, him for his his bravery. Yes. And yeah. he just always dropped. He was dropping like yeah. there was a whole room of gems. Like for yeah, real, was. <laughs> a whole I, I, room of gems. <laughs> I, I love the you know obviously the the talk about HBCUs and mm-hmm. what he's trying to do and his mindset yeah. about it was just just inspiring to hear. You know, and I loved how Brandon was like, "No, Channing, we got to get on board with this. Like, fuck right. all this ignorant talk you talking. Like, we right. got to get in with him on this. Like, get behind him with this. My right. my nephews, they coming to you. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, that was big. I love yeah, it. It really was. You know, and it's funny. I, I uh, Channing's perspective is what I had in high school. Most I thought, kids, like, do. you know." Uh, you get all of these amenities at these big colleges. Um, you get diamond clubs and not, yeah, all yeah. that kind of, yeah, uh-huh. But, and I say this and I thank God for my opportunity at my HBCU. <laughs> I would not change anything about my route and trajectory. Like going back over it, <clears throat> there's not a school that could have offered me a scholarship and offered me an opportunity that would have trumped my experience at Howard University. We had this conversation before we started the podcast. So yeah, you know. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I get it. I get it. I do. I get it. I just, mm-hmm. but most kids, they're looking for that five minutes of fame, right? They're looking right. to be on TV. Like they said, they're right. looking to be on TV every Saturday, right. on Saturdays. They're looking to, so that's why he's trying to change those things. You know, we're right. all off the mental health moment, but right. yeah, yeah, he's trying to change those things and, you know, make it where it is more mainstream. And you do see HBCUs every Saturday, just like you see Power Five schools. Like that's what right. he's trying to do with the, yeah. what he's doing. And I just, I applaud him on every level mm-hmm. for just how, just, he was just, I love that he's Dion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that he's Dion. I love that he loves the Lord. I love that mm-hmm. he don't hide that. That that's a core part of who he is, and he does not—he does not shy away from speaking about it and and letting that be known. I love yeah. it. I love all yeah. of it. Love all that. Mm-hmm. 
shout out to shout out to him for that vulnerability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. All right. Feel good final thought. Yeah, this is cool. Keenan Turner. Uh, yeah, this is cool. Former 49er linebacker. Okay. Played for the 49ers. Had a very special moment this year, uh, recently. Mm-hmm. He and his daughter Ella graduated from Purdue University together. Oh wow. That, that's dope. He played at Purdue, but mm-hmm. left. And did not get his degree, but came back and finished out with his baby girl. Yeah. That's dope. I I, I loved it. I I think a story that I heard that was kind of along these lines, kind of along these lines, Mm -hmm. was Anthony Anderson. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. wanting to do the same thing with with his son. Mm -hmm. Um, But to see, you know, and hear this you know, actually happen and see it, you know, yeah. um, I, I thought it was dope. One, as the example, as a father, I'm going to go do this and we're going to do it together. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I can Absolutely. show you that finishing is important. Yeah. You know, so. No, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. And just the perseverance to, you know, not even be sweating the fact that it's two decades later, but you went and did it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love right. this. This story is good on so many levels. This is good. I just thought right. it was like, okay, yeah, this is good. Good stuff. I'm smiling and crying a little bit. You yeah, know? Right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, this is a good story. This was good yeah. stuff. So, all right. All right. Show picks. Show picks. What you watching? So we just kind of talked about one yeah. that I, one of my show picks because uh-huh. this was I Am Athlete season finale with, um, Deion Sanders was mm-hmm. amazing TV. <laughs> Even though it's the podcast, I watch it. I watch it. So yeah. it was amazing TV. I don't even think it could be called a podcast. I mean, I know that it, it gets the 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 not video, but the uh, audio gets placed in yeah. podcasting formats. Yeah. But the production quality of this I show. Know. It's way more than the podcast. Right. Dion's, <laughs> Dion's 21st and Prime, that's a podcast. That's a podcast, yeah. It's not a podcast. Yeah. Right. Y'all got a TV show. That's a like, TV y'all show, got a, right. A TV show. That's what I look at it in. TV uh, show, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was that was one. And then um Cam Newton's um sip and smoke with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. I this cat, listen. Yeah. He the coolest thing walking, okay? Yeah, yeah. First of all, yeah, let's yeah. start there. Coolest <laughs> thing walking. But I just love, you can tell he is thoroughly enjoying himself Yeah. when he is doing this show. Because he is a, a brother who loves to learn mm-hmm. and loves to uplift. Yeah. And so given this platform that he's that he's put, that's put in front of him to do it in mm-hmm. this very grown and sexy way that still cam like like he ain't doing yeah. it nobody else it's very cam like you know it's a right. little eccentric it's a little you know what i'm saying uh-huh. little, little sexy it's yeah. him right. and i love it and and i have enjoyed watching for me i enjoy the the guests that he has but mm-hmm. i enjoy watching him yeah i enjoy watching him light up and you know they do their little toast and 
how they yeah, do the little everything. Talk, they and talk. Talk. <laughs> when they say something that's a gym, you be like, we got to toast. Even if it's with the cigars, they toast. Uh-huh. Like, I love that. I yeah. just love this. It's it's grown and sexy. It is. I'm giving yeah. that. I, I, I haven't seen every episode. Um, but I have seen I have seen the David Banner episode and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that, that was episode. good. That was good. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. I've seen David Banner, Javel Ellis was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the brat and her uh wife were yes. on there. Mm-hmm. Um and what's the I can't think of her name all of a sudden. She's married to Iman Shumpert. Oh, Tiana Taylor. Tiana yes. Taylor, she was on mm-hmm. there. I've seen those episodes. Very good. Yeah. And I watched those very different types of people on purpose. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the Steve Harvey one yet, but I said I was gonna watch that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. He did have Steve Harvey on there. Yeah, he has Steve Harvey on there. He but had quite a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm excited about um, you know, continuing to support him for sure with this. Yeah. And even I told you when I come to Atlanta, going to support because this is a part. He's using a part of the restaurant. They uh-huh. they use it for the podcast and then they flip it back. Back to the restaurant. To the restaurant when it's that. Oh, that's good. And so yeah. I want to, we got to go to this restaurant. Yeah, definitely. When I come, um, just support, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm all about that. Like, I love it. Um, cool dude. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm watching. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, um, I've been watching on my block on Netflix. And this show is hilarious. I love this these show. Kids, these kids are hilarious. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, but that that's it for me. I'm actually anxious to get to this part of oh, the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, he just cut that off real quick. Okay. Yeah. I, Look, I watched on my block. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've, I've been I've been super anxious to get to this part of the show because you know we teased it last week. Um, but I think it's very important that you tell the people, yeah, what you've been up to and what you'll be doing going forward. So, um, for the last probably two three weeks, mm-hmm. um, I've been in uh kind of a state of shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, um, I, and I, and I want to say this in a way because I I need people to hear it from a testimony. This is something that I want people to, to take away a lesson from. Okay. So life coach is coming in right now. This is a lesson. So I'm going to share this as a lesson. Um, probably about a month ago, the, in the, the, Pro Football Hall of Fame um, announced that they were starting a behavioral health program. And I immediately text you because mm-hmm. I was so excited that they right. did this, right? I was like, oh, yeah. I'm so happy that they are bringing this to the former and current players. Yes, I'm, I'm just, I was hyped. I was like, yes, I'm so happy. And so I'm at, I'm at work happy about that, not thinking about it. I get home and I hear the Holy Spirit say to me, send them a proposal for a life coach. Do I now? (laughs) So I'm obedient though. So I did it. And probably about a week later, I get get an email that says, we want to talk to you. We got your proposal and we want to talk to you. So 
making a long story short, mm. I have officially become an official provider for, as a life coach and transition coach for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's behavioral health program. Hey. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm so happy yes. for you. I think this opportunity um, came at such a, a great time. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's funny. I, I, you know, I hear you say that you have been in shock, but like, yeah, I feel like I don't know that you. you I don't know. That you, obviously, you didn't. I don't think you said it. You know, specifically, but we were talking about um, former NFL athletes, and this was like a long time ago. We probably had to go back in the archives. We were mm -hmm. talking about NFL athletes, and you were you were talking about like you could just see the passion yeah. and you wanting to help yeah. and, and, and you yeah. talking about it. Like, so when this yeah. opportunity came up, you know, I know you were being coy, but it was like, that, that's it. Like, this is the opportunity, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And to see it come yeah. to fruition, to right. be this close to you and see it come to fruition is just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, um, exciting. It's amazing. I'm, so, I'm uber excited about the opportunity to, to work with these athletes. And, and the really cool thing about this is the um, Hall of Fame, the behavioral health program, they don't wanna just work with um, NFL athletes. They wanna work there like, they might be you know bringing in uh, other sports as well, mm -hmm. as well as they are in talks to bring in military. So to do yeah. this for veterans as well is, those are, listen, I'm, I am so, hyped up about this opportunity to work with current former NFL players, their families, the community. I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. I'm just excited. I'm, I'm yeah. ready to go. Like I, I was born for this moment. That's what yeah. I say to myself. Like I was born for this moment because right. that's where my passions lie. And I'm yeah. excited about the opportunity to be able to just go forth. But I want to bring it back to the lesson, y'all. The lesson was being obedient. Right. Even in being afraid, being obedient. Okay. Yeah. So I don't care who you are, where you are, what you, if you hear, you know, everybody ain't spiritual. So I'll say you hear that little voice or you mm -hmm. hear something or something, make you something kind of feel like you should. That's the, whole the universe. I'm going to just say whatever, <laughs> but you should act on it. Yeah. Because listen, I wouldn't be here if I hadn't. Right. Right. They won't go just find right. me, pull me out of a hat somewhere. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And the, and the thing is, like, I and I know it could get frustrating. Um, it's like you know you, like you sent your proposal out, you know, for a few different things, and it's like okay, yeah. I didn't hear anything, and so yeah. that can be discouraging. So I want people to Absolutely. hear who are who are listening to to take from this, like, like a no, ain't necessarily a no. It's just like, one step closer to the yes. Exactly. Like just in the law of averages, everybody yeah. can't say no. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? And so um, yeah. don't get discouraged to where you don't push for what might be the right opportunity That's because right. you've heard no before. And let me go spiritual again on you, Jared, with that yeah. one. Because here's the thing. 
you might be hearing no's because you thought it was only as big as that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but God knows it's even bigger. It's bigger, yeah. So let me just be clear. The other opportunities I've reached out to were not this well, big. Not, no, no. Okay. <laughs> nah. okay, so let's just be clear. Yeah. I wanted to be real clear. So this was a God-ordained thing. He yeah. intended for me not to get yes from those. He right. needed me to get this yes. Right. So that I'd be yeah. on this level. Because I get to work with players across the country. Right. Yeah. I mean, when I was first, you know, talking about it, and I was like, you know, I was trying to explain it to somebody. Um, and I was like, yeah, she she's going to be, you know, be able to work with all of the people in North Carolina and this, that, and third. And then I came back and asked you to make sure he was like, nah, this is going to be for people across the country. And I was like, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm available to anybody, anywhere, any United States. Actually, I'm yeah, available so to dope. anybody, anywhere across the world. Yeah. But, yeah, because I so am dope. an internationally certified life coach. So I do right. have the ability to work with people across the world. But, um, yeah. So, no, I'm available to anybody, anywhere in the country. I love uh, it. Who needs to speak to a life coach. I'm yeah. here. Mm -hmm. Man, this is, it's, it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, I'm super Thank proud you of you. Thank you for your support. Listen, it wouldn't have happened without him, y'all, just so you know. So uh, I'm, thank you uh, for your we, support. We, we almost had to fight about it, too. <laughs> you was like, no, no, I can't take this. <laughs> no, was, I was like, I can't take this. <laughs> you ain't about to block my blessing. <laughs> You said that I just shut up. Uh, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that was the last text message. That's too. <laughs> it. Yep. I was like, okay, well, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I really appreciate you for yeah. seeing in me. Like when we talked the other day and you were talking about how, um, you know, you had had this conversation and what was said to you for me. Yeah. Um, but just hearing you talk about, I, it just does my heart good to know people see my heart. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Like that this is not, for me, this ain't like, like it was said, this was not about clout. This ain't no clout this chase. It's not about my name being out here. This is, I am just yeah, shout out to Ronnie excited. Yes, Ronnie, yeah. thank you. I need to say thank you because you're the reason I posted yesterday. Honestly, mm. because I was like, I don't want to say nothing. Like yeah. literally. Um, But this is truly because this is what God called me to do. And it's my heart and I'm excited about helping. Yeah. And that is it. Literally, that is the only reason I'm in this. It's yeah. It just, just happens to be that God said I needed to be on this bigger platform. Mm -hmm. But it is not because that I'm looking for anything. I literally just want to help. Right. And I'm excited. And the, and the people, I, I was about to say the people who know you know that, but people who, who've only seen you from afar, yeah. That even they can see that. So, yeah. you know, celebrate this. You know what I'm saying? And that was her <laughs> word. Tell her to celebrate this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so um again, I'm just you about to have me crown here. <laughs> I'm just Listen, super I'm trying excited. to hold it together. You know I'm yeah. trying to hold it together, right? Like for real. I'm super excited yes. about this um, yeah. for you. Um, I can't wait it's to see all of us, like so. all of the people that you're gonna touch. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Today <laughs> I had a conversation, just to tell you, I had a conversation with um, a couple of the people at the organization and mm -hmm. uh, 
and let them know, like, I don't, I was like, I'm a child possessed. The Holy Spirit just took over today. I don't know why I said it. I was like, yeah. So when the ambassadors, which are some of the former NFL players or current NFL players, when y'all go out on this next marketing campaign, if you need me, let me know. Excuse you. Did I say that out loud? And I said it to them today. Man. Now we're going to mess around see you in a commercial. <laughs> Look, and, this is the, and, and this is how God works, right? Yeah. I remember when we talked about doing this podcast and <laughs> recording it and stuff like that. He was like, no, 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 no. Right, me? Oh, wait, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, with me uh, on, no, me on camera? Absolutely not. Yeah. But I'm so excited. So thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for your support. Thank you for just being you. Um, I cannot wait to see where we all go. Yeah. Really. I cannot wait to see where we all go. Yeah. It's only up. Yes. Yes. It's only up. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So we had the end of yeah. another one. Yeah. And I'm gonna go through this real fast. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hit us up on IG at field to at field the number two the real podcast on Twitter at field the number two the real P1. Um hit us up on our Facebook page, Field to the Real Podcast. Please go to our YouTube page, um, Feels to the Real Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Please subscribe. Um, you know what I'm saying? So we can get our, our subscriptions up. Um, and if you want to reach out to us, like, and we've had people reach out to us. So those people okay. who sent us messages about wanting to be on the show and stuff like that. Okay. Like, you know, we, what we I need will to do, get back. Because I know that's not your thing. What you need me to do. I'm better at the follow-up. Oh, no. So, I, I mean, so one person... <laughs> One person sent us a message. And shout out to T Harm, one of my teammates. Um, yeah. He's doing he's doing some real big stuff down there in in the uh, um, Southern Florida area with oh wow players. oh really <laughs> so T Harm if you hear this we got to get you on um, okay. especially since I just said Southern Florida yes <laughs> we'll really? make that we'll make that announcement in a few months <laughs> okay yeah okay <laughs> but um. Yeah, so so the other folks, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want to reach out to us and send us an email, um, it's field to the real podcast at gmail.com. Is it field the number two? It is the number two. Okay, field the number two, uh, the real podcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Hit us up, give us feedback, let us know if you want to be on the show. Um you got yeah. topics. Right, topics, you know what I'm saying, anything. And again, okay. shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Daryl for that Kwame Brown topic. Oh yes, uh, she told us hopefully we did. It, hopefully we did it justice, man. Right, right. <laughs> no, nah, because look, I've been I've been watching. My eyes have been glued to Kwame Brown ever since. <laughs> oh my god, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he he, he 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 dropped some gems in in some of that that stuff that that okay. talking about. So good stuff. Um, okay. But yeah, so we had the end of another one. All right, you guys. Yes. Peace. Peace. <laughs> no, no, no peace. No peace. <laughs> All right. Now put the cameras on me. 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 Put the cameras on me.